0: unconditional love is utter and complete bullshit really everybody that loves you loves you based on some set of conditions. And even if you think at a particular time and moment they may not be fulfilling any sort of conditions you love them because at some point they did fulfill some sort of conditions. They're doing all kinds of fuck shit and then you're extending them grace and loving them through that. Mm-hmm. You're probably extending them grace and loving them through that because at some point they were like really good to you and really good for your life and really good for you as a person. Yeah. So like now you're yeah. kind of just paying that forward.
1: You satisfied them at one point so the love I'm giving you right now is is grandfathered in. <laughs>
2: You know what exactly. I mean? That's a red flag. <laughs>
0: it's a red flag. Regardless of where you stand on military spending, the military spending is not what's preventing us from funding other shit. They can find money for what they feel like. And Keynesian economics kind of says that...
1: Damn, I'll be honest with you. This is uh, this conversation is just like, like you know, like when volume is hitting the red. Like you're talking way too high. Like you're hitting the red on my knowledge of economics right now. Like it's like <laughs> if we, if we had to produce it like lower, lower. The this motherfucker is just barely understanding what's happening right now.
2: Okay. Welcome everybody to Waving the Red Flag, the number one dating, relationship, sex, and you guessed it, the number one motherfucking federal government spending tax <laughs> advice podcast you can ever find on this earth, baby. We got myself, Josh, Alvin, and my boy Abbas filling in for Eddie as our featured, illustrious featured guest. How are we feeling?
1: What's popping? I think Alvin was about to give us a, his two cents on this.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So their existing
0: bonds to get
2: you three classes. days later. Yeah, I have been past my red level on the mic, like what y'all like. That's why I just like, mm, mm-hmm, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning mm-hmm. on Alvin on this. I'm right, like, I'm, be, I'm like,
1: Al- Alvin says this much shit, dude. Right, and I'm just, right, ga- I'm just, I'm like, just gonna like, nod. I'm just gonna be like, mm-hmm, just, I like the way you put that. Yes, exactly. I was thinking the exact I'm same thing. like, mm, indeed, shallow mm-hmm. and pedantic. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was, just about, I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that.
2: Yeah, yes, yes. The, the G, the, uh-huh. Twice the GDP of the, 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 the money market yields. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Speaking of the federal system.
1: What about bitches?
2: It, <laughs> what about the bitches? What about the bitches? The bitches. <laughs> Everybody loves bitches. <laughs> well, i was about to be like, speaking of the federal system, though, could y'all ever go to prison? Would y'all ever be able to survive and go to prison?
0: Yeah, I can go to prison. So, <laughs> no. Okay, so, so I'm not saying I'm, I'm running to do that shit. I'm not saying that like you know I want to go to prison. But like we talking about federal prisons, right? Because when I right, was prison, working, prison. yeah, when I was working in the system, a lot of people that we was dealing with actually thought Fed time was the soft time. They looked at like the state system as like harder. And like these Ooh. are people that were like institutional. Yeah, they were saying they were like that Fed time ain't even nothing. Like they were saying that shit's like I can actually see that
1: state oh. level penitentiaries are like that's the gr- that's the worst case scenario that's the vibe you got yeah conditions yeah, like, wise just like yeah. human treatment wise yeah, resources etc that
0: is the vibe Cause I, yeah and I like wasn't... just working in county in county prison bro that shit was hell like I, when i would go to like do assessments and shit the way i would be treated with like mm. a badge and a title knowing that like i could like go i could leave here and like go tell somebody and it was it was never the it was never the officers um the sheriffs were always great but it's these detention officers that get in there you know they're making you know 12 an hour, or whatever they got a little you know inferiority complex and like they want to knock heads or whatever they, they'll let they'll let you know whoever you is that like this day house so i 100 percent believe wow. that these like state county level institutions are hell i won't wish yeah. they on not nobody yeah i won't wish they on not nobody
2: because i feel like they don't they don't give a fuck at the state level like it's not it's it's not as well funded as federal it's probably not as organized like they just it just is what it is baby like welcome like you know you here
1: that's crazy it's like which jails are the worst which penitentiaries are the worst it's like whichever ones were the the actual uh like you said detention officers are being paid the least that's wherever you do not want to go <laughs> you know i guess yeah. wherever it's like we got i got to get something out of just being here i got to get some sort of like that power i forget what that experiment was back in the day but uh, the meisner or maybe i'm quoting it wrong or was that, whatever was but it, like
0: um milgram no was it milgram was it the milgram experiment josh
1: the, the, pretty much the the, the, no the jailer the and jailee. yeah yeah stanford yeah. prison yeah like i got to get the whoever gets paid the least has to have the biggest power dynamic cuz i got to get something out of it
0: well, our people would legit be like they see sheriffs that they interacted with and be like yeah man like this guy like was was phenomenal like this guy like changed my life like he was one of the people that was really trying to like help me and like get me past some shit in there and then they talk about the detention officers in the complete opposite fashion just night and day because yeah. like the sheriffs people, these people were career people they come out if they came out of high school they were making like Really good salaries for somebody that only had a high school education, like or a lot of times they came out and they were degreed, so they made a choice, you know what I mean? As opposed, yeah. again, these detention officers, again, guys that they got off the street who are making, you know,
2: it's a legitimately, job, yeah. yeah, twelve, the thirteen dollars could easily be one of these people behind office, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're like, one move away, one wrong oh, move yeah. away, just <laughs> <laughs> one choice away. <laughs> I was just because like I was thinking about it like just you know as as you as Alvin as a boss as me going into a state prison do you think you'd survive you know what I'm saying
1: see I didn't have to the way I grew up I didn't have to defend my territory in like a traditionally like masculine rough raw like you see in a fucking movie all the time Mm -hmm. so I feel like i would be having a lot of the, those type of experiences for the first time in a prison environment so i think i would get yeah. chewed up <laughs> i yeah. would get fucked up you know what i mean i didn't have motherfuckers being like give me your lunch money and i'm like fighting them and shit like, like fuck like, no
2: i know what to do in this situation
1: <laughs> yeah no <laughs> no the no, biggest no motherfucker and knock him out. <laughs> no yeah and then get killed like fucking turns out the motherfuckers already got life and he just breaks your neck because nothing right. is different for
0: him. like <laughs> So, no, I. I think, I think I would survive. I don't think I would thrive. Like I'm not saying I'd go in there and be like a boss or some shit. But I know a few tricks. Where like, oh, so <laughs> <fuck> <laughs> you. I, you would be in the no, game? <laughs> no,
1: for real. I like, would jo- join the Muslims. The I'd find the Muslims real quick right. and join. You,
0: that, that's, what that's what I was gonna say. You find the Muslims. You get on one yeah, of these yeah. like alternative, alternative like to. pods. Yeah, you like, have to. I would never be in gen pop like I'm finna go in there and I'm mm-hmm. finna be in some I'm finna be in like some kind of alternative population no matter mm-hmm. what the cost like yo,
2: I saw like one scared straight where it was like an alternative population and it was like uh, you know for the uh, for people in the LGBTQ plus dollar sign hashtag all that and they was like nah nigga like it's it's just as bad
0: Oh, that, but it, everybody it really was sassy that.
2: in the bitch, bro. Everybody. was <laughs> yeah. sassy savages, nigga. <laughs> Cuz y'all know that y'all know that meme, mom. Um, said but you look dusty. like. That was one of those people that was in like one of those um alternative populations, you know what I'm saying, in the prison system. And I out
0: it. Hey, if you went to prison, would you want your girl to wait for you? And as a follow-up to that, would you wait for your girl if she went to prison?
1: Yeah, I mean, my girl may listen to this, so hell
2: yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The answer to that, Alvin, is yes, definitely.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. I would do the time, um, and I would be faithful. (laughs) Yeah. That's (laughs) a
1: but for i mean like for me being in a hundred percent i'd be like wait because that gives you like hope you know that's at least somebody you could have communication with that you could have a correspondence with whether it's via phone or letter or something like that and that's that's the type of shit that'll get you through it assuming it's not like a you know assuming it's one year or less sentence you know obviously if you're going in Mm -hmm. for a couple of years that's not even in your control anymore like if you get a if you get a five-year sentence and be like wait for me good luck you know what i mean like you better already yeah. have three kids or some shit. <laughs> like yeah. you know like
2: yeah because <laughs> yeah, right. if, if, if it, it, you, you bring up a great point like how long is the time like what, what's the bid if it's five years then for sure I'll, and if i'm in love with this person i'm like yo it's me and you and i just go to the jail chill like for five years i'm like you know wait for me if it's like 20 or 30 i like, like you don't know, Like two years later, it's all right, man. Just go do what you gotta do. She already know you fucking Ty roll. out there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yo, five is
1: crazy, though. That's 60 months. You know what I mean? That's long. fucking five, five long, winters. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a lot. I'm saying one year, like true love, one year or two years. Mm. Like anything after that, that's just like a type of like uh, a true dependency. I don't know if that's love anymore. If you wait for a motherfucker five years, that's like. I feel like that's dependency more than it is love, but like one year you could like one year i could see it but man yeah, two years maybe sure. but five bro and tw- of course 10 20 of course that's no you're yeah, gone they're not yeah they're not even, yeah, they're ra- not even rap yeah. on you.
2: well good luck <laughs>
1: as they're handcuffing you at, during the sentencing there you see the fucking court c- door close you know what i mean like right. they're yeah. gone
2: dude <laughs> just they're gonna, you hear boss. five yeah just, just show this nigga boss on the OK fit, bumble get yeah yeah. yeah like oh now.
1: I'm gonna wait for you. I'm gonna wait for you, okay? I'm... Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like... five. <laughs> yeah. Just like, I'm gonna wait for you, okay? Don't worry, Yeah.
2: Swiping right on everything. Uh,
1: dude, oh, that's rough, man. What? Every person that I've ever known, every person that I ever grew up with or knew, who went into prison for over a year, they came back out different and these were all tougher guys than me to begin with because the life they got involved with they went in for some drug thing or they went in for some gun charge thing they're already in the midst of a life that demanded a tougher person than where i was right. at and the way it changed them i know it would fuck me up i know it would destroy I, like the way like you know what i mean like and i i'm assuming you guys know people that like i'm not talking about a 6 month bid or something like that like one year two year or someone who's in and out of the system and you have like i I grew up with a guy who moved away to like the west of canada i didn't see him for 10 years but in that 10 years he was in and out of the system he probably did he served three or four years in that 10 years and now he's like he's still got he's now it's like a pure jail sense of humor but the way he walks the paranoia like it's like everything is different now yeah you know everything is different. Yeah, dude. This guy, man, he used to he used to fucking, you know, he'd be, he'd make he'd make wine. You know, they would just collect the peels yeah. of fucking shit, and he would tell he would arrive at a he would arrive at a cell block on Monday and be like, "Yo, we're gonna get lit on Friday because they'll have like a brew by Friday." <laughs> like, total like, <spoiler> yeah. <laughs> like, not. He had it in a bag. He's like, "Bro, you yeah. gotta burp it. You gotta you gotta feed it sugar, and you gotta like these fucking prison people. They figure everything out, bro. It's like a whole society yeah. in there."
0: Yeah. Nah, bro. I mean. I ain't going to put nobody's name out there, but, like, I had a homeboy who was, like, legit, like, able to, like, pay his girl and his mama's rent, mm-hmm. like, in the jail. Because what they do, like, smuggling well, shit in jail. every, yeah, from the jail, you know, and they, like, their their currency, at least at that point, it's a little bit different now. Because, like, they got, like, it's a lot more structured. Like, I know, like, it was a big thing when people were like, oh, how do they have fucking, like, iPads and shit in there? Like, no, you can actually get mm-hmm. that shit, like, on the up and up now. It's just, like, super yeah, expensive. absolutely. But, like, back then, like, if you could get somebody, like, a fucking, like, cell phone or whatever, and, like, the green dot card was, like, their internal currency or whatever, like, you're getting people fucking, like, weed, cigarettes, like, fucking Snicker bars or whatever, everything's, like, marked up exponentially because everything's fucking harder of to Of course. Get. Mm-hmm. He'd smuggle this shit in however he'd fucking do it, and, again, he was making enough, like, monthly, again, to pay, like, his mom's and his, like, girl's, like, rent from the fucking jail.
1: Dude. My buddy, this guy I'm telling you that was making the wine, he's the, I don't know what he was making, but I know he was doing fine. Like he, all his lawyer fees were being paid by his income in prison. And like, I'd be like, like he he would trap in prison. I'd be like, how would you even get the drugs or whatever in? He'd be like, bro, the guards. You know what I mean? He'd be like, the guards, bro. They're fucking regular people. You know what I mean? Like, in Canada or whatever, they're making 18 an hour, 22 their union or whatever. But it's like, if I give you $2,000 to do 10 minutes of work, cash, and if you do it, I'm a, it's going to be the exact same two Gs once every three weeks or whatever it is, they're not going to fuck up that money. You know what I mean?
2: Damn. I, I wouldn't. I, Nick, I ain't going to hold you. I would be. I'm like, yo, for real, bro? Like, show me the bag, like, you you really got it? Yeah, my money. It. I probably would do it. Two stacks for 10 minutes of work every two weeks. Nigga, anybody <laughs> would do that.
1: Money talks at the end of the day, in whatever institution, whatever level you're at, it's the exact same thing. Whether it's politics, the highest level lobbying, or whether it's like you're fucking paying someone to skip their place in line, and everything in the middle, man. Money talks, you find someone who is doing okay, mm-hmm. And you offer them a shortcut that doesn't fuck with the money they're already making, they're gonna take it ninety percent of the time.
2: Yeah. Yep. Man, like that's that's what I'm saying. But but my thing is, if I if I were to go to 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 like prison, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it like i always think about that boondocks oh i love boondocks yeah oh, the radio <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> when tom time goes to jail <laughs> his fears, his i like fears you fears, and i want right? you Absolutely. now we can do this the easy way what or we can do it the hard my, way belongs to me you cannot have my booty <laughs> like all that shit like that's how i would be like what the fuck because i they, I'm, that's, I'm i'm not i'm i'm not about that life like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we were to, if you were to go to jail, like, a lot of times it breeds you to be, like, a worse person than you were before you even got in because it's not really focused on rehabilitation. I would have to become the worst villainous, like, version of myself to survive. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would be doing anything in there. After, after God knows what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would just come out just hell-bent on...
1: The prison's jungle. It's, it's the fucking... It's the wilderness. You know what I mean? It's the animal kingdom. It brings out your primal shit. And your primal shit is not your agreeableness and your ability to find a common ground and compromise. Right. No, it's fucking survival of the fittest, you know? Eat or be eaten type situation, right? And that's what, it's gonna bring out all this like cutthroat shit in you. But it also depends on the nature of the crime and where you put in. Cause my buddy was telling me, he's like, bro, I did a year of 23 hour lockdown in like Edmonton. But then he's like, bro, I did in Toronto, I just did a year, bro. You go back to your cell at six, seven p.m. Uh, at like seven p.m. and it's like, it's almost like a, it's like a a residence prison where it's like low security, I guess, and it's almost on the municipal level. This isn't provincial or like federal level where it's like everyone is chilling. They have like a common area and like it it is so dependent on where you are in the prison system, you know. And some people like you and me. We would actually be better in this 23 hour lockdown and we'd be afraid of that one hour, probably, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 We'd be like, just get me all the, get me all the books. I love reading. So let me lean into that that." Push ups (laughs) and reading. I can make this, but when you're just out in general pop and shit, that's where like someone who is not a street savvy and is not as like, you know, ready to fight to demonstrate X, Y, and Z Mm -hmm. may get eaten up and may become
0: food, you know? You know, and the shit. thing that the thing that gets me, man, is like in the program that that I ran, it was it functions kind of like parole or probation. And then like we had work release as a part of that. too. you're out during the day and you're like going to work and you have a set amount of time to get to work. You have a set amount of time to get back from work. But you report to the jail every night like you're you're in the jail overnight. You have to get there by a certain amount of time where you're going to jail for a longer period. So with that level of freedom, obviously, we had people that ran relatively frequently you know we had people that were just like wow. out on the lam or whatever so my colleagues would just be out in the community like readily around the jail so like the cab jail is like maybe like two miles away from like a stretch of like restaurants and like a Kroger like it's like a Popeyes or whatever and like people are going to the Popeyes and they see motherfuckers that ran from the program <laughs> like just try in to the get, try, Popeyes try to, try to get a two piece <laughs> yeah so like oh, new, I had oh, one that colleague
2: oh, that new sandwich.
0: Yeah, so I had one colleague that was like about that life, you know, like like Harden Harden kind of guy, you know, had been had been working there for like ten years or whatever. So he like he'd see these guys in the Popeyes and he'd go up to him and be like, "Look, man, I'm not finna turn you in because like I know by the time I call anybody, you're gonna be gone." But he was like, "Why Why are you even around here?" He was like, "If I ran from a program, like I would be in like fucking like New Mexico or some shit." Mm-hmm. And like he said that one particular time, this guy was like hey man you know i'll never be too far away from home home being the jail so it's like these guys get so fucking comfortable in that fucking environment that like they see the fucking jail environment as home outside outside is a vacation the jail is home
2: damn and that is the that's that's the next shit of being institutionalized i think because for th- when you get to that that point it's like you're just too far it's like damn they being too far gone it's because you're so accustomed and familiar with the prison system like you know how that operates you know how to conduct yourself it's just like us being out here like we know how to conduct ourselves and operate if they were to come out here and have to live life it would be super fucking overwhelming like it's so much shit that you know you're bombarded with there's so much new information every day that you're being bombarded with too like it's it's a lot and, and then you don't have the system to lean back on either of just like i just gotta like wake up check in okay okay like at this time i'm gonna go to the yard i'm gonna come back we got lunch at this time but a lot of people cannot conduct themselves in a matter where they have to like be 100 percent self-sustainable and accountable for their action
1: fucking sad because it's like that that's somebody who's been in the system probably from a very young age you know what i mean like juvenile then goes to state then goes to Penn and it's like it's kind of like what they know you know what I mean Mm. that's not someone who just started going to jail at 21 and it's like dude like this is all I know now it's like no you've been in you probably been arrested like since age of 11, 12, 13 like you, you recognize authority and like this is just life like it's a simpler life almost in a way it's like copping out in a way but it's like that's fucked up dude that's just like that's next level like you said that's just like at a point where it's like how do you rehabilitate somebody that got far gone?
2: And I think it could be done, but it takes a lot of work, a lot of love. They got to hit rock
0: bottom, man. They got to hit rock bottom. That was the thing that we saw all the time. It was like if they had like family that was propping them up through bullshit, they never really turned it around. Like they had to hit like the very fucking bottom before they like decided to make a change. And for a lot of people that took a long ass time, like, like, mm-hmm. like think about your family, right? Think about how much shit and how long it will take for your family to completely give up on you. Like, a lot of times for these niggas, it would be motherfuckers they're like 55 and everybody finally just was like, 35 years and then everybody just at that point was like, fuck it. And then it's like, you hit rock bottom and then you gotta rebuild all those relationships. Like, you're going back to your old, like, your kids, your ex-wife, like, your sometimes your parents, you know, just trying to rebuild that shit after they just said, fuck it. But for a lot of people, that's what it takes.
2: You're absolutely right because at the very end of the day, like, a person got to want it for themselves.
1: My girls, my girl, she has a friend who, like, one of her best friends, and it's like, she is... really in, like, this coke lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like, um, a lot of people that get money, get this corporate money, and they're doing well, and they're young, and they're, like, still in the party lifestyle. The party lifestyle just escalates. It used to be drinking weed and molly when it's, like edm time the club and then you graduate and now you're just working a job and now it becomes the weekend now you're not just drinking you keep it going coke gets introduced and it's like she wants she's always kind of like suggesting to her that you know maybe it's time you kind of take a look at this and see that you're giving up like see that you're constantly sacrificing your every sunday is a write-off for this person because every Friday and Saturday is a fucking binge, you know what I mean? Every Sunday, is a, every time she tries to make plans on a Sunday, it's a write-off. It doesn't matter if it's the sunniest, nicest day uh, on earth. It's heaven outside. It doesn't matter because last night it was up to 4, 6, and it's like yeah, she tries, she tried, but then it's like at one point, it's like we both realize it's like you can't, all you can do is kind of like love somebody, but at the same time, you cannot drill into their head, yo, you got to make a change, until mm-hmm. they... Are ready, or they realize and see that themselves. And for a lot of times, like Alvin said, usually people aren't like at this high of killing and be like, "I gotta stop." They usually gotta hit rock bottom first. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't force them. Like she can't. If she was pushing a little bit, now she's like she's just got to see it for herself she's got to hit a right. point where it's like she sees and she's ready like yo this is just this is the devil this is literally like the devil yeah. that i'm snorting up my nose <laughs> and then she'll make a fucking change because it's fuck like this shit is like debauchery like fuck
2: yeah and that sucks because i you feel like you're doing that person an injustice by letting them fall and hitting rock bottom but that's but the best that's thing you
1: can do for them at right. some point
2: Right. And that's, and you know, I guess that falls in that category of tough love or, uh, damn, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's, uh, I think tough love
0: nails
2: it. Tough love. Tough love for it. Tough love. You're on the right track, buddy. There was another word I had for that. But anyway. Like enabling, (laughs) like, uh, not enabling. It was another form of love, like the the love that God has for you uh, or the love that your mother has for you. There's another. It's a blank love. Unconditional blank. love. Thank unconditional you so much. Love. Unconditional love. That's the one yeah. that encompasses yeah, yeah. it all. Thank you so much. Maybe it will all right. uh, edit that out. But, nah, man, it's like an itch. The...
1: It's it's like an itch you got itched. You're like, oh, thanks for itching that. Yeah, no, no, oh my god. Uh, unconditional. Un- baby. Unconditional. <laughs>
2: unconditional. Yes, that's it.
0: <laughs> no, bro. Here's the here's the sound bite. Here's the sound bite. I think unconditional love is utter and complete bullshit. I don't think unconditional love exists. Really. Yeah, I don't think I don't think unconditional love exists. I think wow. ev- I think every, I think everybody that loves you loves you based on some set of conditions. And even if you think that you don't love somebody because of some conditions, it. A particular time and moment they may not be fulfilling any sort of conditions. You love them because at some point they did fulfill some sort of conditions, which makes it conditional. Like for example, if you have a person that's like in your life that like you're not fucking with right, they're doing all kinds of fuck shit and they're what you call it, and you're extending them grace and loving them through that. Mm -hmm. You're probably extending them grace and loving them through that because at some point they were like really good to you and really good for your life and really good for you as a person. So like now you're kind of just paying that forward. Or like even your parents, like there's some level of like, just like societal obligation that like plays into, into that level of like care and like, and like stuff like that. So I, I, and I'll, 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 I'll soften my stance a little bit. I think that if unconditional love exists, it's almost exclusively limited to familial like relationships. Absolutely. But, but outside of that, that, but outside of that, everybody that fucking loves you, loves you based on a set of conditions.
1: Okay. I think that's a good no point. like you said like you satisfied them at one point so the love i'm giving you right now is is grandfathered in <laughs> you know what exactly. i mean exactly
2: but see the thing is though just because you cut someone off does not mean that you don't love them or wish the best for them anymore like you just kind of cheer from them or root for them from afar i think that's kind of more so like what unconditional love is like even though like you're a fucked up person i still love you but i cannot deal with you like i i don't have to like you but I still have love for you. I still want to see you do good. And I think I still want to see you do well. And I still want to see you prosper and get to a better position in life. That is more so what I think about in terms of like unconditional love. But you are absolutely right, because if, if I'm going to keep someone in my life, though, or keep them close, yeah, it kind of does have to do with um, what they put into the um, our emotional bank account with each other. Yeah. Like how yeah many it's mutual. They made. Yeah. It strings
0: attached. It strings attached. And yeah. I'll take it a step further and say that it should be fucking strings attached. Your love should be fucking conditional. It should. It shouldn't be just because it should be because, like, you're fulfilling, like, standards That i have set for the relationships in my life you know what i mean like i have to hold you accountable for loving me the way that i feel like i should be loved you know Mm -hmm. so i don't even i don't even yeah i don't even necessarily think that love should be unconditional again outside of like familial relationships because that's like i think that adds a layer of complication to it well
2: how do you feel about that in regards to a relation like specifically with romantic relationships because like you said a key thing like if you're not loving me the way that i want to be loved you know what i'm saying i'll I'll, mm -hmm.
0: I'll put i'll put it i'll put it in this context i'll put it in this context me and my girl's relationship definitely have conditions Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna get into what that is because that's (laughs) a long conversation but like if she's not fulfilling those conditions we are no longer in a relationship and knowing and knowing her knowing her (laughs) The exact same shit. She she's thinking the exact same shit. She's like, yeah, that made perfect sense because if your ass don't fulfill your part of the bargain, if you aren't meeting the conditions that I think you should be meeting, then I'm gone. So I got zero I got zero issue. Of course.
1: I mean that's that's just part of being an adult. You know what I mean? Like if you, it's like you're saying familial gives it the longest buffer the longest buffer for unconditional love but like you even you said that 55 year old that has hit rock bottom and has to actually change that's 30 plus 35 50 plus years of the family just like now every maybe there's one aunt that's still kind of like who's super into the who's super into the church and just believes so hard and in in the lord the power of the lord and just keeps sending him money bailing him out yeah Yeah. exactly just one even your mom and dad have like no this nigga is a you know what i mean he's a write-off he's a like at one point you have to recognize that this person if they are introducing nothing but chaos even though you're giving them nothing but unconditional love they introduce nothing but chaos to your life at one point they have to be recognized as poison you know what i mean yeah. And, yeah and and a poison that can be removed from your body for the sake of you being healthy must be removed from your body
2: absolutely and that it does not mean that you don't love that person anymore or have love yep. for that person but you got to do what's best for you
1: exactly best wishes to you but at this point you are removed from affecting my life because you've yeah. been deemed a literal virus you know what i mean you're deemed a virus at this point and like unconditional love is the ability to have unconditional love is your appetite for poison and like stomaching poison and be for the sake of love or for for the sake of some bond but at one point you have to make the the case that oh this is killing me this is nothing but this is pure poison there is it's not a two-way street anymore and I, it's gonna take me out you know what i mean it's it's gonna take me down so they gotta get cut out i mean and like and like alvin was saying sometimes that shit with families decades man especially immigrant families bro mm-hmm. like they'll fucking no. they'll have a they have a junkie son i have i know friends like this yo like they have siblings addicted and like they're in the house still like you know like white families would have cut them out of that house they would have been like homeless years ago but immigrant families because there's a the pressure of like embarrassment they don't want their kids on the street they don't want their kids on the street and it's not even like they love them so much it's the it's embarrassing to them if their kids are on the street you know what i mean so it's like yeah. they'll keep and it's not even like they'll put them in therapy or, or or rehab they'll just be like just stay in the house do your crack in the house you know what i mean
2: as long as i know you in the corner over there jonathan <laughs> yeah just, just <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah so it's like so it's like the reason, the reason, when I was telling that story, I picked fifty-five was because I'm thinking of a particular experience when I was running the the mental health court, and it was like it was this guy. Yeah, you man. really did have like just an an immeasurable,
2: immeasurable amount of jobs.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I've I've, li- I've literally I've literally I've literally only had. Three full-time jobs. <laughs> like, man, but bruh,
2: every t- you list every t- a different t- vocation you had, like every I've,
0: other five. I have literally
2: technical h- shit. Yeah, so when I, I was the head of the head director yeah. of the uh, mental
0: health board, uh, it's that was that was part time. That was part time. Yeah, that was only part time. I was literally, so. I've literally only oh, had shit, three man. full-time jobs. But, but <laughs> I remember it was this. It was this guy. He was fifty-five, and he came to our program, and he he ran obviously because he was. He was on every drug imaginable, just institutionalized in and out of the system for, you know, you know, 30 years. But I remember his dad came and talked to me and his dad, you know, tall guy, well-dressed, you know, you know, just like one of these guys that you, you can tell had been hardened by a hard life, but, you know, on an oxygen tank. So this guy ran, but I was still in contact with his family, saying, you know, like we haven't given up on him. Like, you know, we understand that these things happen. We're gonna, you know, try to find him, get him back in the program, get him right. So his dad comes up to me, you know, he he comes in, he says, "Can I talk to you for a minute?" sits down, and you know, he's like, you know, I'm 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 old. You know, his dad was like 80, you know, 80 something. He's like, I'm old. He's like, I'm waiting to die. Yeah. He was like, I'm I'm very ill. He's like, I'm waiting to die. I'm going to that. And he room. was like exactly and and, you know had made his peace with it he was like but my wife is not ready to die and he was like and every day that we have to deal with this shit i have to see my oldest son not be in any position to help my wife deal with the fact that i'm getting ready to die yeah damn and he was like we we pour everything into into you know into him you know i see my wife never give up on him and he was like, sometimes, you know, he paused for a minute. he said, sometimes I wish he would run away. And he was like, every time he runs away, he comes back. He was like, sometimes I wish he'd run away and he'd stay gone so that we could just move on with our lives and just like get rid of it. And he was like, I, w- I-, 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 I really wish he'd stay gone this time. And then Damn. he looked me in my eyes and he said, thank you for listening to me, Mr. Alvin. Now I'm going to go drive around the east side and find my son. Damn, and he was like, and if I find, and he was, and he was like, if I find them, I'll bring him back to you. That's the some of stuff. that.
1: That's like a movie, bro. That's like a. Yeah, that's yeah. like a movie scene. Like, that's Morgan like, Freeman I, right there. Like that's beautiful I, as fuck. That's I, like that's the power of a bond. Nigga, like, this I,
0: is I, I was in. I was almost in tears, and I'm not a crying <laughs> motherfucker. I was almost in tears. Like I walked him out, there, my voice was trembling and shit. And I was like, I was like, y'all, I'm I'm out the office for for a minute, bro. I just gotta like take a walk. I need a break
2: you I mean, bro, like, can I use that if I decide to? watch Yeah. Dude, this shit, like, I'm already like using it right a, now. Nigga, I, mean, nigga, I, nigga, I, I got a I, script I, in his head. Shit. I, I just tweeted I, it, it nigga. It's getting crazy, likes, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that shit going go viral, nigga. <laughs> I I pinned that <laughs> shit. Yo, you're no. <laughs> it is gonna be apostrophe of boss. <laughs>
1: no but that is the Straight most
2: the source, bitch. That,
1: even you just saying that I'm like god damn he's like I have to get this off my chest damn. but I'm gonna go find that's fucking crazy yo. that's just like god damn you can't even write that No, like that's,
0: like that's that what this man came bro, and that's... told me bro that's what this like, man came and told me bro that shit was like that shit hit me hard as shit bro I'll never, I'll never forget that shit I hadn't even been on the job that long I had probably been on the job maybe like 3 months
2: Yo, what? What if he actually just went in his car and took a nap?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he he drives by his son. He's he drives by his son. He's like, that ain't him.
2: <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he look a little extra crusty Nope. <laughs>
1: Oh my that, like man. I just that's I'm almost speechless and just hearing it hearing it just retold like I'm not even there you know I wouldn't I'd just be like I'd probably I, I'd just be like I, I don't even know what the, I would say if, if that was you in that situation
2: you could say like you just gotta you just gotta sit there and take that like it's like, I'm just like, it's like any, anytime anytime you need me I'm here yeah. <laughs> yeah. you just gotta give them one of these yeah <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> the look of acknowledgement
1: you damn man that's do. crazy man bro, that's like because like, that goes to show that the sad part is even if you love someone unconditionally as is the case with this sometimes people's chemistry inside us our biology is not yeah. right so it's like mm. even that's not enough that's the fucked up part about life it's like even that's sometimes not enough
2: what do you mean like when you say like you're not right on the end, like do you mean like a men, like mental men, mental health wise
1: yeah, yeah yeah what if what okay. if like yeah from just from a chemical like someone yeah. who's doing drugs all the time they have a dependency whether they <laughs> built it up by being exposed to drugs early on or whether they they were born with their chemi- their chemistry okay. like you know, like, kids are yeah, born, yeah, yeah. let's say someone's born with fucked up legs, someone's born with a some sort of, like, growth d- dis, uh, yeah. development issue. Some people look totally normal, but their chemistry inside is fucked up, right?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, drugs are magnetized to those people. And it's like, you think that your family being there always with you, like, through every step of it, bailing you out, this, this. And you're like, eventually they'll turn and it's like... Sometimes they never will, and that's the fucking the most tragic part about it.
2: Because like you, you're you end up enabling those people. It's like such a fine, it's like such a fine line in that, like between helping someone and enabling someone. Because like, do you just how do you know when to yeah. interject? How do you not know when to step in while they're struggling, or like when to just swoop right in at the right moment when you when you actually need it. Or you could fuck around and wait too long and, it's, and you should have stepped in a long-ass time ago. You know? That shit. I gotta, yeah. yeah.
1: Like, every, every you know, crackhead, every drug addict, every person on the street you see that's not asking you for money, they're just gone. Schizophrenia, like, they're just gone, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the, the, their families... Yelling. Yeah, exactly. The families have just eventually let them go to the streets because it's like... I don't know if you ever dealt with schizophrenics, but it's like they're going to deal with cops a billion times growing up just because they're schizophrenic, you know what I mean? They're going to have episodes, they're throwing people off. It's like a family that has three kids that are healthy and trying to do well in school and have one sibling that's schizophrenic and the cops are constantly at the house and now you're trying to raise three children in under... Uh, that are under a dark cloud of mental oh, fucking he- health issues circumstances it's it's almost impossible with that person in the house and it's like if that if you can't keep that person in an institution and the only way you can keep them away from the house is to just let them free into the ether then it's like I, 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 i'm going to do everything i can to at least make sure these three kids have like have they can see the sun you know what i mean and that's like
0: oh, i will say you know just just for the naysayers out there just like they've made substantial drives with people that were in the same situation that abbas was describing where it was like you have like a single parent trying to raise like a schizophrenic like son or daughter and they didn't have the necessary resources so what we were trying to do is give them the resources so like what you see is like a lot of times those people who are constantly getting called the cops on them if they're getting proper treatment which they almost never are because like a lot of times they can't afford it a lot of times there's not like adequate situations for them to even apply for like benefits all, all this kinds of shit kind of comes to a head in the cap county georgia which is heavy you know immigrant population a lot of times in the immigrant situation it's even worse because they can't qualify for like um, social benefits. security um, disability benefits so getting them like on the medication like in vega and sustena that shit like that a lot of times like if it's something where like they have to get it more frequently they fall off and like the shit just like spirals off but if you get like those long-term 30-day doses man it changes fucking lives man but that shit's expensive as shit it's like a thousand dollars a pop fifteen hundred dollars a pop you know
2: how are they supposed to even afford that like that's so fucked up
0: they can't that's the
2: that's the like, fucking that, yeah, point. Like, like because it's just like that they just that type of shit just goes to show you like how the system is designed like they don't give a fuck about people like it's not about healing people it's about money it's almost like and could also to maybe a lesser extent it's like call, also like culling the population because like if you cannot get if you can't afford to get the help you need and you could be on death's door, but they could save you. but if you don't have the money and you're not some lucky beneficiary of some sort of a donation or, you know, big grand gesture such as that, they'll just let you die.
1: And here's the other fucked up part about it. And I don't know about that medication specifically, but I saw this just, uh, actually this is a little close to me too. I've seen this in my family, but these schizophrenic medications, a lot of the times what they'll do is they'll take a person that is uh, has a, a capacity for schizophrenic episodes, and they'll put them essentially in a zombie mode. Mm-hmm. And a huge side effect for a lot of these drugs is suicidal tendencies. Mm-hmm. So it's like a lot of these people, what happens is they get them on these drugs, which makes them not freak out, but then they kill themselves. Right? so and i've seen this so that's the catch-22 of this which is yeah fucked up right because it's so like they don't want they don't want to get on this medication but the family's pushing them to get on this medication because it's like we can't handle you like this you're running up to people and being like jesus jesus the j- the devil is this the devil and people are like what the fuck? you know what i mean like you're not con- like you d- need to yeah. you need to just get on listen to this doctor just take this shot and then the shot makes them like you can't really get through to them mm-hmm. and then it makes them super suicidal and that's the fucked up that's that's just the where we are right now with the science of what we have in medication and maybe there's stuff out there that's works like crazy but it's like i mean they used to lo- uh do lobotomies you know what i mean so, which was like which just was like just fuck, yeah you're exactly just, really, like,
0: I, have you ever looked at what they were giving women lobotomies for it was like It would be like, oh, if you're like an outspoken woman, basically, yeah, like, it's like, oh, shit, (laughs) let's fucking, let's fucking, like, putting the shit, like, through here, like.
2: We gotta take, we gotta take a piece of this bitch brain out, man, we wanna fix this bleeding vagina.
0: She's trying to wear pants, man, she's trying to wear (laughs) pants. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying that's the truth of it, that's the, yeah, that's the truth of it, I
1: mean, it's like, uh, let's, that's just for the sake of not shying away from the full Mm -hmm. picture of this, is that it's schizophrenia. Is such a fucked up thing to deal with for families that deal with it. It is so tricky. And like Alvin was saying, like in the state and I'm talking about Canada where the shots don't cost you money, but then the person kills themselves. You know what I mean? And in the States, the person can't get the shot, so they're on the streets. So it's like it's such a it's such a fucked up thing that I I pray that Jesus grants will help and and, you know in the years and the centuries to come that you know just humanity's like um understanding of schizophrenia and how to treat it is going to grow of course it will but like right now and and there's cases of it there's there's like degrees of it like a like really bad and then there's minor stuff that's like some people smoke weed and they have schizophrenia in their family and it kind of comes back with some episodes but then they can get therapy and they and they're like they're not uh, they don't usually go off on some crazy aggressive episodes where some schizophrenics are are prone to, like, really aggressive stuff. So it really depends on that. But, like, mm-hmm. schizophrenia is a fucked up thing, dude. It's, like, it's one of those things that, like, is so – you don't know even how to – you don't know what to do. No one can prepare you for what that. you see. And it's, like, Cause I feel you don't like know.
2: I feel like that's also – Kind of similar to like the Alzheimer's, like when you're watching like your parents or your grandparents get old, and then they start getting Alzheimer's and they just turn mean out of nowhere. And like I've had people who like like man, I don't wish that on nobody. Like my mom, my grandma, or you know my dad, whatever they did, they turn mean as shit.
1: I'd rather my mom get mean at me with Alzheimer's than forget my name and not know who I am. I'd rather she say the meanest shit in the world to well, be yeah. like who the fuck are you? You know what I mean?
2: yeah yeah and i mean that that rolls all into like yeah like they forget your name like forget who you are but then like just in that confusion they're just angry i gotta i i have to imagine i should say i have to imagine that in that confusion probably creates a lot of anger because they know something ain't right but
1: there's we're we're just we're at a state with science where it's like you know we pumped out this vaccine real quick like the surface level stuff but there's stuff like like i don't know what i didn't deal with cancer but, like, I had a buddy who I know his dad died of cancer. And his dad would be in and out of the hospital for, like, three years. Like, just, like, kind of almost dying, but then coming back. And then kind of almost dying and then coming back. So, I don't know if that's harder or the schizophrenia stuff. It's, like, there's so much shit that a lot of people that don't... That have had the, the privilege of not having it in their direct yeah. family and not having to yeah. see it. Because once you see it, you realize... Once you see things like that, you, you just remember to count your blessings and be so grateful for having the 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 normal like for for having your wits about you you know what i mean for yeah, having right. your faculties intact because that's that's the most I'd, I'd almost rather have my faculties intact and know that i have malignant cancer than mm-hmm. just not have my faculties intact because then now your whole uh-huh. family's turning on yeah. you and yeah. you know what i mean Marvin?
0: yeah i want i want 100% agree i want 100% agree like i've said that i've said it from jump that like the things that scare me the most are things that like take away my mental faculties to to your point like i'm like i'm worried about like cerebrovascular disease and like dementia alzheimers like you know i'm worried about that kind of shit much more than like i broke a leg you know what i'm you know what i'm saying or like you know like oh. you know what i mean like that that kind of shit like keeps me up at night the fact that that could potentially you know that especially as i'm getting older that that's more and more likely to be like a reality
1: especially as somebody who like prides himself on like the ability to you know like some people pride themselves on their physical abilities some people pride themselves on their ability to you know like I, i i like thinking about things i like thinking things through for someone like that the idea of losing your mental faculties is the worst case scenario worst case scenario but it's yeah. fucked. but I mean at the same time though I obviously, for people listening and watching, we just we went down some like if our energy uh-huh. levels of like we just went down the the depths of disparity. We just made COVID uh-huh. look damn. like a fucking like sunshine. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like,
0: like, like
2: oh, you damn. got COVID. Oh, so you got that good? So you got COVID? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. not remembering yeah. who your son
0: yeah. is, motherfucker. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Kieran, how are we doing on time? <laughs> I, think, I think I,
2: have- I think uh, we yeah we about
0: that we about up.
2: You
1: can't end on that though. You can't end on that. You
0: can't end we on man. We it. gotta get another quick one in, man. We gotta get yeah. a happier one in, like shit. Yo, the, yeah. Right. The point.
1: The, the 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 point to take from this is if you're not dealing with those mental health issues, and if you got fucking strong limbs, and you're fully like you got like your faculties intact. Yo, the the world is the limit, man. Go out there fucking enjoy your life, enjoy your day. There know that all the bullshit of like people being like, "Yo, what crypto do I buy?" I'm trying to, yo, I'm trying to get on fucking doge. I'm trying to like all that shit is so
2: peripheral. <laughs> that, that a cat coin. <laughs>
1: yeah, just the ability to go down the street and like be able to just understand and be part of a society and be a functioning part of society is like it's fucking like it's the ultimate reward already it's literally the ultimate reward and like there's so much bickering and bullshit in the world and it's like people just need to have one person in their family go through some shit like this to open their eyes up to just how good life is just the able life to be able to go see the sun outside be like i'm gonna go a walk maybe i'll go for a swim uh maybe do some reading and then chill yeah. hang out with my friends like that is that's life man fuck fuck the chase of just trying to get the most money possible cuz that that's everywhere i look it's all about trying to make the most money possible and people just need to get exposed to shit like that to be like there's more there's more there there has to be more you know
2: absolutely it's got to be because and that's the thing it just kind of comes back to <laughs> it comes back to being able to recognize what's important in your own life like you know what I'm saying? I just
1: fucking almost choked great. to death on that. <laughs> I
0: choked to death. <laughs> I know. That just not getting edited yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Shit. I know. After nope, that whole nope shit, shit after that whole <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got to yo, yeah. yo. You got yo, you got to live your life. <laughs> he just died. And God called home. <laughs> and me and fucking Josh I have no idea what's going on. We just keep the podcast <laughs> yeah. going. We just I keep up. Look, and if you over there looking, and if you
2: over there looking like you about to die on a on a <laughs> podcast, you might be waving a red flag, ladies and gentlemen. That's been it. <laughs>
1: Yo, oh, I gotta ask, do you: Are you boys? Are you boys both vaccinated?
0: Oh yeah, I'm no, fully I'm vaccinated.
2: Not. I'm not surprised. I'm not.
1: Man, I don't know anybody here. Man, Canada's rollout for this vaccine has been the worst. Like, I don't even, none of my friends are vaccinated. I was talking to a guy in Texas. He's like, bro, everybody I know is vaccinated, man.
0: Bro. This vaccine rollout has been has been world-beating. Like, this, this Project Warp Speed and, like, this vaccine rollout has been, like, we are going to be reading this shit, how well this shit played out in history books in 20 years. Like, our kids are going to be learning about this shit as, like, a miracle of, like, science and, like, public health. Like, that's how good this shit is.
1: That's fucking crazy. Toronto, we're just getting them, bro. There's, like, there's videos of, like it'll be a clinic has vaccines and the line is like it looks like a fucking third world refugee tent lineup you know
0: what I mean so, like so like niggas so trying like, to get a biscuit you know so like even my first like my first time the shit was moving bro it was like they came in and they was like sticking our asses like quick as shit bro it was like boom where, where's your ID okay you got an appointment okay go here okay now sit down okay which arm you want then this one boom okay now go wait your 15 minutes like this shit was rolling bro rolling
1: so josh you're not trying to get you made a choice not to get the vaccine
2: no it's not no it's not a choice not to get the vaccine i just i'm not pressed honestly i'm just gotcha. not pressed and I now that sounds irresponsible or whatnot but
0: yeah if i wasn't working on site i wouldn't have been pressed to get it either but the fact yeah. that, like i'm like constantly in people like i'm not getting this shit like i'm not getting fucking covid you know what i mean so like yeah right i didn't no, i don't I,
1: even have like I, it's not even an option for me yet like we're just rolling it out for like the old, like, I think only 25% of the at risk 70 plus people have already been vaccinated, but I want to get it just so I could fucking travel again. Cause I'm afraid of some bullshit of being abroad of them being like, show us your vaccination certificate, some bullshit. I I see it coming. You know what I mean? I know that shit is coming. So I don't like, I'm a little weary about long-term effects and shit, but I'm more weary about getting stopped somewhere and being like, you need to be here for a week. We need to this, blah blah. I just want to fucking show a thing and being like, yo, I got it, dog. I got it. Yo, and that's the We got, made, we got, got the, the old people. Team. This
2: is the only time Americans are like, yo, do not go to Canada. It's fucked up up there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I was thinking this whole time. I'm like, wow, Canada is fucking up, and this has never been the case. Like, because hey, normally, like y'all always are, you know, on the the cutting edge of moral. And these yeah. Oh, absolutely. But this was a situation. On, you
1: know? This was not a situation of morality. This seemed to be a a situation well, of thanks. power and money. Uh, yeah. I it, actually the the states sucked up the quantity for the world. The 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 capacity. So Canada really was couldn't even get any because the states. Wow. The way you guys were able to do this fucking operation, uh, what would you say warp speed? That's a sick yeah, name, by the speed. way. Yeah, <laughs> you <laughs> guys. <laughs> su- warp speed.
2: <laughs> sucked like up the supply moment. of the world. I, mean, I just don't. Know- yeah. Mm-hmm. Josh but on baby, that, close it out, man. yeah, we're yeah. We closing this bitch out on Operation, o- Operation Warp. Warp Speed. <laughs> <On> Operation. <laughs> Look, man, if you are a country out here taking up all the supply from the world, for the vaccine or coronavirus and giving it to the citizens, you might be waving a red flag. If you out here trying to manipulate the tax system or just trying to get through it or hell, trying to just dodge going to prison system or working your way through some sort of mental illness or drug addiction, you might also be waving a red flag. But we wish the best for you. That has been the podcast. It's been myself. Kieran has made a special appearance. It's been Alvin and our special guest, Abbas Waha. Thank you so much for joining us. Ladies Honored. and gentlemen, that's the pod. Oh, where can they plug you at? Please, your plugs. Like, where where can they find you, Abbas? Yo,
1: yo, yo, just check out the Immigrant Section podcast. Drops every Tuesday. Full video, YouTube. You can follow me, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere at Abbas Wahab. But, hey, you'll figure that all out. Just go to the Immigrant Section, and we'll take it from there.
2: Hey, my man. Oh, yeah, and follow us, like, subscribe, waving a red flag, uh, Diversity for Hire, I'm More to Life, Media on Instagram, Kieran. Okay, Ruffles, my man. But, uh, yeah, that's been it. Pleasure. You know, I think Eddie might be the most toxic one out, out of all of us. Wait, this is actually yeah. a, a non-toxic. Yo, fuck Eddie. Let's just do it
1: us three. Guys. Oh, no. No,
0: fuck,
2: fuck we have a responsible adult conversation.
0: know, Kieran, we're gonna cut. We're gonna cut him out now, Kieran. Okay. <laughs> right, right, right. Handle the paperwork.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, we, we'd be fucked. He does so much work in the background. It's nuts. Fucked. Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> Please but
1: don't right. tell him I said that.
2: Nigga, is him. recording. He is going to see this. <laughs> Please he didn't don't tell myself that. You see, little don. Uh, Kier was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Eddie does a lot of work on the background, guys. Don't, no. not don't, don't. Kier was like, Kira's like. <laughs> but no, I no, uh, so, like, we'd I be fucked, guys, know. if Eddie Hold weren't I here. Right. It's a red flag.